When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Off the Hook. Airing on offthehooksports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at offthehooksports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Welcome, and we are loaded absolutely in this show. Happy Friday to everyone, if that's when you're listening. Please set your notifications on Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, wherever, uh, so that you know about the content that's coming. And we've got even more rolling out next week. This is the end of week two. So if we look haggard, it's because we're starting a multimedia company. Subscribe to YouTube for sneak peeks. And uh, we will have those up there and you'll be able to hear from Chris Landry. You'll be able to hear from guys like Josh Ward and John Adams before you actually see them on the site. So, but you have to subscribe to get the notifications. Amanda, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. Coming up, we're going to break down some Tennessee football recruiting. Ethan, how are you today, sir? I was about to say. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were just going to throw I know, that's what I, I know. Uh, I Ethan, didn't think that. I didn't think that Amanda okay. did. I, <laughs> I mean, Ethan was the guy I was going to bounce recruiting off of, so I thought it was a natural tease. I've done this a time or two. Yeah, I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing very Good. well. Uh, any plans for the weekends, kids? The weekend kids? Work. Work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so tell us what's uh, going on at Zool here momentarily first we want to get to some news uh unfortunately you won't be able to see the celtics play at zool this weekend because they got knocked out last night and ethan i'm a celtics fan it's one of those situations before we get to this tennessee recruiting news and the visitors this weekend that hey i i really have no problem with it i feel like this team maximized their ability they were one of the hottest teams in recent history in the second half of the season And they made it all the way one way or I'm sorry, two wins away from a world championship. I think they're going to get better. Um, But on the flip side, I also wonder if you get there and you lose, does it kind of set that tone where it could cause nerves if this young team gets back again? What did you think of the series? What do you think moving forward? 
Yeah, the most important thing for Celtics fans, I think, is the word you said, young. They they got plenty of time. Uh, Jason Tatum still probably has his best basketball in front of him. All the role guys are young. I mean, there, there's a lot of good players on that team, and they ran into what was a sleeping dynasty in the Warriors. They've won four of their last eight seasons. I mean, that that's amazing. You know, Steph Curry we're watching right now is just living greatness. He's amazing at the game, one of the best shooters of all time, and I think you can comfortably put him within the top ten all time. He's just that good of a player, and he's flanked by really good players in Clay and Draymond and, and all those guys as well that just played their head off. And so I, I don't think there's anything for Celtics fans to necessarily be down about. I mean, obviously it hurts. You get to the finals and you lose, but that doesn't that doesn't mean the rest of the season was a waste, in my opinion. No, you just don't want to be like the Bills or the Jazz, Amanda, because yes. you know, they, they got there and they lost. And I, I do believe that the Bills were the better team in that first game. I don't think the Jazz were they, – they made – two runs against the Bulls. They weren't better than either of those teams. But I do think if you go back to the Bills of the early 90s, they were better than the Giants in the first Super Bowl win. Um, after that, uh, they they were tight, and you could tell. And they got hammered a couple times by the Cowboys and another team that I can't remember off the top of my head when they went four in a row. So, I mean, I wonder Davis. about that. I don't, I I don't think so. No, they just I won their first Super Bowl a few years ago. But, yeah. uh, Amanda, I, I just um, – I just wonder if that sets a bad mental tone. I hope not, because I'm a Celtics fan. I just want to say I called it. Just let me all know. After at here, when everyone was saying who's going to win games, whatever, and I was like, I think the Celtics are going to, or not Celtics. I think the Warriors are going to take it. I'm just letting you know. I'm just going to end there. Um, I don't think it sets a bad like feeling or a bad precedent. I think that this is what you do when you're a young team, when you're up and coming. I think you, you know, you, you go to these things, you'll lose some, but then hopefully you'll get it together and you'll win some too. I think it's, it's basically just practice at the highest level. Well, in a microcosm too, Georgia had gotten pants beat out of, or gotten them gotten beat up by Alabama on several occasions and then including this past season. So a bit of a microcosm, they were still able to win the national championship. I just think it's how you respond to it. I was talking about Jacob Warren on our Vol report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. And uh, you can see that on the site off the hooksports.com. And, and he said, you know, that, that Purdue game is gone. Oh, done. Said it, it, you know, we, we get into the conversations, I think, on the outside of are you more motivated? Because you lost, or are you happier and have a better offseason because you won? I don't think there's a right answer to that question. I, I really don't. I think it's just how you accept what happened to you, Amanda. I, I don't think, I mean, if we went back in history, I don't think a loss or a win means a team's definitely going to do better or worse the following season. No, I agree. Um, and maybe even a loss would, would say you're going to do better the next season just because you know what to expect and you know the emotions in that game. And you also know where you're coming against. So if you know all of that, you can build up and get better. As far as if you win the first, like the year before, you don't really have anything to adjust. You know, this worked this time, whereas this team has the one that lost has stuff to adjust where they can say, okay, we need to do this and this and this to beat what we've seen. 
The man with the $10 haircut that used to coach at Tennessee got a contract extension. I have no idea why. Um, but I'm just curious. He, he saves so much money in haircuts. He's probably pretty well off. We're talking about Butch Jones. And we'll get to that. But uh, Amanda, how much do you pay to get your haircut? Oh, um, typically I've been going to the same person for the past 12 years. So I pay, I think it's like 60 bucks maybe for a cut. Not bad. Ethan, what no, do you pay for a haircut? It's great. I, yeah. I pay like 20 bucks. I, I go to the barber shop down the street, get it cut and chuck a hat on. <laughs> that is, yeah, that does is it good. have to be the same person every time? Yeah, I go to the same person. Yeah, I'm like it's that. a little, it's I'm, a small, a small barber shop. I don't, I like to help him out instead of going to like Great Clips or something like that. Well, they may be a sponsor one day, so let's not go that far. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. But the, um, I go to the same person. I bet there's only been like three people that have cut my hair more than once. So I either go and I like you and I stick for years. I'm talking about twenty years in one case with one of them before I moved down here to, uh, before I moved from Knoxville and. And um, as for uh, the other ones, you know, I had to find them and I went through like six and didn't like them, didn't go back. There have literally been like three people in my life that have cut my hair more than once. So so you're not like a Deshaun Watson then? You don't have 60 shows? No, no. No, and I also don't force myself on them. That's the two biggest differences. Allegedly. I, I don't allegedly try to put them in awkward situations with bad sort of things. I looked oh. up I looked up the Bills thing because it was driving me crazy. The reason I said the Eagles is because I knew it was another NFC East team or a current NFC East team. It's the was it's it? Washington. They were the ones. Oh yeah. So there was, was Washington, the, the Giants and the Cowboys twice. Yeah, it's, that was the, the Jimmy Smith game. He yeah, ran 222 yards. That was Doug Williams. Okay, good call. Yeah, I got yeah. my NFC. I got my current NFC East teams mixed up. That's it. Back that when they were biz- the Redskins. Yeah, yeah, that was a bizarro. T- that was a bizarro run by the Redskins, winning three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. I mean, that's that's pretty pretty strange. I, I don't know that we'll ever see that again. Um, as far as mm-hmm. under the same head coach um some more news and we're going to get right to the recruiting that we have uh, promised you because tennessee does have visitors in this weekend phil mickelson might not make the cut at the u.s open you're talking about a guy a month ago that would have said oh darn 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 maybe two months ago before the news started to come out about the live tour i would have said that's not right I, I, i want him to make it i want him to be there he's my favorite golfer now good Good. Live on the oil money. Take the weekend off. You know, the good news at the live tour is there is no cut and you don't play four rounds of 18. You just play three of 18. So the good news going to the live tour is that he or is it the live tour, whichever LIV tour, he would be able to play again tomorrow. But unless he posts an incredible number today, he's not going to be able to. So, ha ha. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Adam Hayden. What? Go ahead. There's rumors um, out that we're expecting more golfers to uh, head out of the PGA Tour for the Live Tour. And I, well, I don't at all. It bothers me. The money is stupid. and um, But still, it, 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 we were talking about a government 
And uh, Amanda kind of got on me that maybe it was a racial profiling thing. It's not a racial profiling thing. I don't care if you're Middle Eastern or not. Um, If you're a great person, you're a good person. If you're a bad person, you're a bad person. But the bottom line is that government has severe human rights issues that um, are absolutely unbelievably bad from killing journalists, doing just uh, all kinds of things, being very involved in 9-11, I believe. But I'm not going to get on political soapbox. So here we go. Um, so Adam Hayden leads uh, the open at this point. And then Arkansas State uh, gave head football coach Butch Jones a one-year contract extension. The contract for Jones now runs through the 2020-26 season. Um, this is pretty interesting how you can spin this stuff. A head college football coach since 2007. I don't know who wrote this, but it's like they might as well put like a little flower, like roses, you know, flowery rose gifts around it. Um, a head football coach since 2007. Oh boy. Well, I, I mean, I've been in, I, I've been, a, I've been. I've been a talk show host since 2000. That doesn't mean I'm good at it. Um, Jones began his head coaching tenure with Central Michigan, where he was good, and where he told a guy, J.J. Watt, that he needed to be an offensive tackle instead of a defensive end. That was a good call. Um, he stayed there for three years. Jones then went to Cincinnati for three years before getting the Tennessee job. He was horrible there. They didn't write that part. I added that. But they did write things heated up for the Volunteers in 2015 and 2016 with back-to-back nine-win seasons. But a four-and-six mark in 2017 led to Jones firing. Okay, so this is somebody that um, is is pro-Arkansas State. So do me a favor and Google me this, Ethan. What was Arkansas State's record last year? What did he get a contract extension on? Because – I I want to know because I don't think it was very good. I don't I think it was good So I, I I when I saw the news that he got an extension, I was absolutely stunned. So what was his record last year? Because I wanted to leave it and let it be fresh for us to discuss. Yeah, give me one second. Almost there. Yeah, it it is you know so bizarre to me that these guys just keep getting recycled and um, keep getting jobs. It just, it stuns me that that's the case. What was his, oh, he's laughing, so it's a good Oh my number, gosh. What, did, what do you guys think it was? Just like off I the think, top of your head. I think he won like four games. I think it's, he breaks even. He he went two and ten last season. Oh my yeah. gosh. Let's give him a new contract. Have you ever heard of a contract after a two and ten record? That is unbelievable. A contract to stay Genuinely. home. <laughs> yeah. A contract to stay home. Uh, I don't stay home this weekend. Uh, go to Zool Beer Company, and <laughs> Zool Beer Company is a great place to watch the Open. You will have a fantastic time. Tell us what's going on at Zool Beer before we get to that Tennessee football recruiting update, Amanda. We have a new sour out today. It's um, it's called Magic Wands. It's so the first one we had was raspberry cheesecake. This one is strawberry cheesecake, and it's going to be so good, like amazingly good. So I'm very, very excited about that because, of course, I'm a sour girl. So I love sours. But we still have rhymes like dimes on tap and to go. Um, that's the one that won the gold in the World Beer Cup. So we still have that one if you want to stop by. You it's know I do. Soon. I'm going to actually be there this afternoon or 
Well, it depends when you're watching. That's the thing I still am getting used to, that it just lives on the internet forever. So people could be watching at 2 a.m. on Sunday. And like, Dave's uh, going to be there this afternoon. He's already, sorry, we'll be streaming soon. And But then it'll, oh. still be a po- it'll still be a podcast. I don't know when you're watching, but just go to Zool, X-U-L. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, Butch Jones followed Brian Kelly everywhere. So everywhere that Brian Kelly went, and left, Butch Jones replaced him, except for at UT. That's when it separated. Just FYI. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, no, I'm aware. Um, it, it looks like six six of Jones's losses came within a single possession. So, I guess you're still going to win the game. I guess, <laughs> so, I guess he could be. Uh, yeah. That's, no, he, could, you know. he could be eight and four, right? More yeah. victory. Yeah, I mean, you can take him. He only lost 28 to 27 against Louisiana. Okay, never mind. Louisiana was actually pretty good last year. He only lost 27 to 24 to Georgia State. Ethan, what poll question do you do you have? To, well, I want to get to that. I, I think I have a pretty cool poll question, but I'm, I'm not going to overtake the poll question. As I've said before, I will never manipulate the poll question. Yes, you ever. will. Yes, I will. Um, so seven official visitors. I'm going to go through these guys that will be on campus this weekend for the balls. This is not the monster weekend. That's going to be seven days from today. And uh, we're going to visit with Ryan Callahan about that and get some uh, great breakdown from him. But the seven official visitors that the balls will host this weekend, let's start with Ricky Gibson, three-star cornerback. And you can read about these guys on offthehooksports.com. Gibson, a three-star cornerback from Hewitt Trustful High School in Trustful, Alabama, thought to be leaning towards Tennessee and Arkansas. Six-foot, 170-pound athlete has also been recruited by some smaller schools. So this is one of those guys that Tennessee, I call it a nowhere, somewhere, and anywhere guy. This is a somewhere guy. Okay, there are some schools that like him, like Tennessee and Arkansas. There are some places, some big-time schools he can go to. But he can't just call up. Alabama and get a scholarship this is the point I'm trying to make with that so Arkansas and Tennessee see something uh, out of him uh, so with a three-star cornerback um, doesn't get anybody excited but let's be frank Ethan Tennessee needs help in the secondary and and they might not after this year some guys might come in step up some current guys on the roster might step up but if we're basing it off last year they need help in the secondary yeah, and honestly, next season they probably will too. Warren Burrell and, and Flowers, I believe, are going to be out of eligibility. So they'll be gone. And you're going to need someone eventually to step up. you got a lot of young guys, kind of like I'm going on in the top 25 countdown. you got Slaughter will still be here. Christian Charles will still be here. And guys like that, but none of them are proven. And by no means is this guy proven either. But depth is an important thing moving forward, especially if you are going to be losing those top tier players such as Flowers and, you know, such as Warren Burrell. Not to mention Jalen McCall is going to be out soon. Who doesn't need help in the secondary, though? True. Very true. Like, everyone could use help in the secondary. If we were having this uh, conversation a year year ago, I would have said, definitely not LSU. And they completely fell apart. I mean, so, yeah. So, I mean, not, not to mention Tennessee only has one recruit currently in the class of 2023 that is a defensive back. 
and that Sylvester Smith, four-star guy, uh, probably going to be a safety. And we, we have no idea of, of knowing that as of right now. Willie Martinez will do with him what he pleases, but we only got one guy. One guy. Yeah, You'll get more in the transfer you. portal. Yeah, I mean, obviously that number is going to change, but that, that, that's kind of speaking towards that depth I was talking about. That That would be very important for them to get, not necessarily a guy like him, but guys like him. I'm really interested to see Amanda mentioned that teams like Tennessee, if they start to break away from the transfer portal just a little bit, because um, programs like Tennessee need those guys now. But in the end, you just want one or I believe you want one or two or three of those guys, maybe like uh, Jameson Williams did at Alabama. But I don't know that you want six, seven, eight guys coming in that could affect chemistry. But anyway, we'll see how that works out. That that goes back to my junior college days. Um, not I wasn't in junior college. The, the kids were in junior college, and and I know coaches were very hesitant. Uh, Jackie Sherrill wasn't, and ended up getting him fired at Mississippi State. But coaches were very hesitant to do those sorts of things, go the JUCO route. Now, Tennessee did in the early 90s and had great success with guys like Dale Carter and, and some of those guys. But um, C.J. Allen will be in. Allen's college interests are varied. The four-star linebacker from Lamar County Comprehensive in Barnesville, Georgia, Showing interest in Auburn, Georgia, Tennessee, Oklahoma, and Southern Cal. Do you know they hate it when you know you call it Southern Cal? It's Why? Southern California or USC. I don't know. They just hate it. Stupid. So, yeah. So anyway, typical. I, uh, yeah. Well, I tell you what. If I, my son wants to go there, I'll pay for him to go there. I'll call it whatever in the bleep I want to. So, uh, your thoughts on Tennessee needing? Some uh, help from uh, Allen, uh, a linebacker, uh, Ethan. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think he's going to end up at Georgia from what I'm being told, but who knows? Yeah, probably so. I'm Tennessee. Well, we're talking about depth with, with cornerbacks. Linebacker, it could not be worse. What is about to happen in the next couple of years? Every single starting and second string player is either a senior and COVID, you know, the COVID eligibility year has something to do with that, but they're going to be leaving within the next couple of years. So it's, it's going to be a lot of the same stuff I said in, in the last, in the last segment about the corner depth is just very necessary. Now I would agree with you. I would be surprised if Allen landed at Tennessee, he's got a lot of big name offers and it just seems like a place like Georgia, like you said, would be somewhere hometown home state would be somewhere that he would, end up going right quise mckeldry he's committed to georgia but you bring these guys in in hopes of flipping them boy he sure sounds like the type of guy that georgia had last year six foot three 340 pounds amanda clearly cut from the nick saban kirby smart cloth which is big guys that can clog the middle and are athletic too. That was the thing. I mean, even Terrence Cody, as big as he was, could move, which was just freaky. Um, but yeah. yeah, if you're battling for a six foot three, 340 pounder against Georgia and you're even in the hunt, you're, you're in pretty good shape. You are. Call them boosters. Yeah. Call the boosters. Yeah. Get that money. Yeah, Fed, I think he's going to Georgia. Uh, probably. I don't know who would sponsor him there, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Champies is the local restaurant in there. Colby Young, a wide receiver from Lackawanna Community College, going the JUCO route in Scranton, Pennsylvania. 
uh, thought to be leaning towards Miami, Pittsburgh, and Virginia, but I'm not so sure. I've got my weird flip watch on on this that uh, a trip to Tennessee could change things because uh, Miami has. This is why th- this is the type of kid who would benefit from the old time style of recruiting, in which they had uh, the official visitors during football games, because if he saw the atmosphere between. Miami, Pitt, and Virginia, and Tennessee, there would be no comparison. I mean, heck, at Miami, you've got to drive 45 minutes from the campus to get to the game. So, um, Ethan, I've got my, I, I got my flip watch on him. Like, I just think there's a chance he could leave Knoxville and say Tennessee's his leader after this weekend. Not, not reporting, just kind of a weird sort of feeling. It's doable. I mean, you got to look at guys like Aiden Mazell. I just wrote an article about him, things to know about Aiden Mazell, four-star guy out of Florida. Guys, wide receivers are attracted to this offense. It, it's it's fun. It's it's a place where you can go and you can shine your talent. Cedric Tillman was a, a three-star, no-star guy, I believe, when he was recruited to the Vols. And look at what he is right now. He's going to be a future NFL player because he's been able to shine – under this offense, and there's going to be a good quarterback when, if Young were to get here. Now, he is taking his official visit to Miami today, I believe, and, you know, whenever he comes around to Tennessee, the last visit is usually always the one that sticks with him the most, just recency bias reasons, but uh, you got to think Miami, as of right now, is a pretty strong contender for him, but who's to say? You, you could be absolutely right just because of the attractiveness of this offense. Yeah, I just don't, man, I don't think there's any comparison in the stature of the four programs, Virginia, Pitt, Miami, and Tennessee. I think that, well, Miami with the whole, you know, allegations that the NCAA might investigate them, that might put off some some of the players. I think it will. Um, I also, the the ACC just, it's not basketball season, Um the ACC just doesn't do it like the SEC does. They just don't, um, comparatively speaking. And I don't think that Pittsburgh or Virginia, the only one that I seem to think would have any pull is Miami. But again, with those allegations possibly coming out, I think he could land at Tennessee, most definitely. I think it's a real possibility. I will definitely see TJ Searcy. Uh, he may already be out of Tennessee's reach, but Tennessee's going to try. Six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound defensive lineman from Upton Lee High School in Thomaston, Georgia. Um, most think he'll end up at South Carolina, but again, um, that's one of those situations where you'd. I would, if if I'm a coach, I'd rather this visit be in the fall because South Carolina does have an incredible environment. But I, I think that Tennessee's is a little bit better. But South Carolina is a very underrated environment, so I don't want to knock them. Uh, Clemson, Florida, and Auburn are also in the hunt. He uh, looks like, to me, when I watch some what's, some tape on him, that he could balloon. And to I, I don't I don't think he's an on the nose guy, but I think he could play the gap at defensive tackle, maybe the outside shoulder. Not to get too technical. Um, I don't know that he's a defensive end. So he's a little bit size-wise. I'm not sure where he ends up in college. So do you know what that means? That means whatever coach promises him that he'll be at end and says, you'll never play tackle here, then he'll go there. <laughs> because end, yeah. end is a sexier position. That's so. definitely true. 
Do you want me to roll on or do you want to jump on uh, TJ Cersei there? I would just say Rodney Garner. Uh, I mean, anything that's a 50-50 race, that's going to be a nice pull, having a guy like that. And not not to mention uh, Cersei's been on a couple official visits. He's actually visiting Tennessee today, Friday. And then um, that's why we're going through the list of official visitors. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> not all of them are today, though. <laughs> Some of them are, are next week. Right. No, they're this weekend, all of them. Well, not all of them are today. That's what okay. I mean. That, that's that's why I said today. <laughs> and then next weekend yeah. is, is when he's going to South Carolina. Yeah, they usually come in on Friday. They fly in. Um, yeah. And then they're out on – because they got 48 hours. So let's not split hairs. It's this weekend. Uh, I think Searcy ends up at Tennessee. Um, I think this guy does too. Uh, Stanton Rammel, um, he's just the type of guy on the offensive line that you want. Long rangey offensive lineman, six foot seven, 310 pounds. Um, yeah, and he's just long. Um, watch some of his tape. And again, I don't consider myself to be any great talent evaluator, but you know, maybe feet a little heavy, um, but he is long, able to extend. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Um, the thing is, he's too tall to ever move to guard, so he has to work a tackle. Michigan State, Auburn, Arkansas have also been in the hunt. Never hurts to pick up a 6'7", 310-pound offensive lineman even. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you there. Always good to have a big guy. I mean, that's, that's, it's the old adage. That's where games are won and lost. So you got to have more people like that. Cam Selden thought to be leaning towards Tennessee. However, Penn State, Virginia, Maryland are also in the mix. Six foot one, 220 pound receiver could well commit to the balls this weekend or shortly thereafter. Four star athlete uh, from Northumberland High School in Heathville, Virginia. That would be a big addition for the balls. So, just for the record, from what I'm being told, I think Tennessee does get TJ Searcy. Um, I think they get Stanton Rammel, and I think they get Cam Selden. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a commitment from one or two of those guys this upcoming week. But what do I know? Because you got to set up photographers and all that stuff, and you got to go to the local sporting goods store and get 15 helmets. So maybe it'll take some time to get the announcement out. Uh, that update on Tennessee football recruiting is brought to you by Biles Automotive. At Biles Automotive, it is their mission to be the automotive home of drivers in the knoxville area they are fantastic local dealership keeps a great stock of used cars trucks and suvs in inventory and when it comes to auto financing they can do that as well and they've got a selection which you can't find just anywhere and their car service and repair work is fantastic balls automotive group right there on a gorgeous callahan drive so uh, coming up, we're going to visit with Coach Lance. And if you know who that is, then you know that it's going to be a lot of fun on a light fun Friday. Um, please check out uh, Dave's Deep Dive. Um, some guy named Dave wrote something on offthehooksports.com. And uh, that guy tells me he's going to make a tradition out of that and do a little bit of a deeper dive on some topics. And so you can check that out on offthehooksports.com. So, again, set your notifications on on all your Twitters and your Apples and all that good stuff. And yes, you will, you will get great content throughout the week. You go back and look 
and uh, I think you'll be very pleased. The response has been fantastic. We appreciate those of you that have reached out, and I'll, I'll offer this up as well. We want to be interactive. We want you to be involved, and can't wait to uh, evolve to the point where we can get some uh, fans on the show, so we look forward to that as well. So uh, we will be right back in two minutes. Coach Lance next to own the more that owns every job, then get to Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. Is your dad's nickname Lazy Boy? Then get him out of the chair and onto the grill with a Green Mountain Grill from the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. On the Green Mountain Grill, you can smoke, grill, sear, and just warm up some food. Versatile style, that's the GMG. Go buy Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply in Ottawa right next to the Midnight Oil and get your dad the grill to last a lifetime, a Green Mountain Grill. This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas and fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Tell you what, over the weekend, the U.S. Open will be on. A great place to go is Big Orange Phillies. Big Orange Phillies has the quick bites. If you're listening during lunch, they'll take care of you. And the great part about it is the food's fantastic. Uh, casual shouldn't mean stale food options, fresh ingredients, just go ahead and stay a while because they got fun things to do. They've got darts, billiards, live entertainment, and uh, karaoke. So um, definitely a, a a lot going on there at Big Orange Phillies right there in um, Halls. It's on Maynardville Highway, and you can uh, check them out. Your favorite bar food is, while Amanda has just texted me and told me I need to reset my video, you young people talk about your uh, favorite bar food, and I will be back in about three seconds, and we'll be joined by Coach Lance, and it's going to be awesome. So your favorite bar food is? Ooh, wings. I love wings. I'm boring because I was about to say wings, too. Could always go for. I was about to say I could go for, like, some cheddar bites. Not pretzel. I like pretzel bites too, but like cheddar yeah. bites. That's like jalapeno stuff. cheddar bites. Is that what you're referring to? I mean, either of them. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're both good. Is my video unfrozen now, Amanda? 
Yeah, I'm sorry, yes. but I thought I would tell you. Well, I appreciate you doing that. I don't think it was on my end for the viewers. I didn't. But yeah, the... I didn't see it either. But oh, thanks, Amanda. Thanks sorry. a lot. Maybe it was on her. I don't know. Maybe it was on my end. <laughs> a yeah. lot. I really appreciate that. Um, this next guy. Um, I, I started talking to him. Goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> Months ago, when we started talking about this project, and he's probably thinking, that Dave Hooker guy's a total idiot. He's not going to pull any of this stuff off. I don't know. Yeah, he's, is he smoking something? What's he thinking? And uh, but, but sure enough, he and I, I, I believe, are wired pretty similarly in that, uh, you know, we like to do what we like to do. And we believe if we're good at that, then there will be um, a good future in, in in sight so we're joined now by uh josh mancuso and you're saying like who in the world is josh mancuso i don't know josh mancuso but you may know coach lance and uh, if you haven't seen coach lance's videos it is one of the funniest things and i'm i don't want to knock other people <coughs> sec shorts but there's a lot of people that try to be funny <laughs> with sports and it doesn't job i'm not talking about sec shorts but i'm maybe talking about sec shorts okay well good for you (laughs) this guy's better um so coach lance josh mancuso joins us now you don't have to give it a fist pump you know i really believe that i know yeah thanks man i don't like that old dude how are you man i'm doing great i'm doing great man it's uh it is hot that's all i can think about is how hot it is it is hot it is hot um Still, though, as hot as it is, it, and it's probably hot in Omaha, it would be nice to be in, in Omaha's heat, but uh, the baseball team wasn't able to pull that off. I know you're a big Tennessee fan. How did you take that loss? Um, I didn't take it well. No, I, I, uh, <laughs> I cried most of the evening um, <laughs> and uh, drank a lot. But, uh, you know, overall, you know, we had a great season. I mean, and it's it really sucks that it ended – before Omaha, because they're they are the best team in the country. They still are the best team in the country. Like um, I kept saying, okay, it's best of three. Let's go best of five. Let's go best of seven. Like we're gonna beat Notre Dame eventually. We're gonna get to Omaha. So uh, yeah, it stinks, but you know what? It's all right. Yeah, I think if that were the NBA Finals for the Celtics, it'd have to be best of like 128. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it would just keep on rolling. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, so here, here is, uh, here's what Josh does. I don't know how you want to make this transition. This is just fun to me. But uh, the, the, the Coach Lance is something that you've been doing, for those that don't know, um, was born out of what and what is it, for those that don't know. Yeah, so Coach Lance was born um, the day that Tennessee fired Jeremy Pruitt as their head football coach. Um, I had been making some funny uh, YouTube comedies, uh, up to that point, but I hadn't done anything related to Tennessee. When when they fired Jeremy Pruitt, I thought, man, it'd be great to just make a video um, 
announcing myself or this some fake character as the new head coach at, at Tennessee. Um, and so I literally just wrote it and shot it and edited it just that day and, um, and put it out like press conference style, announcing this new guy, Coach Lance Decker, um, a name that I just came up with in like five seconds because I put zero thought into this and just did it. And um, yeah, I mean, I had like 100,000 views by the end of the night and just kept growing. And it was just, it was crazy. It was cool. And so then everybody's like, well, you got to do more. You got to keep doing them. So um, did a couple more about that. And then when they hired Josh Heupel, um, Coach Lance had a, you know, his final press conference where he was like, well, apparently they brought in this guy, you know, Josh Heupel. He kept getting his name wrong. And, you know, it just does this kind of like, he, he's this very like arrogant, confident, but clueless at the same time. And um, I think that's I've been around, I've been around a lot of coaches like that. And Bullethead, <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt, was was one of them for sure. So that's a great inspiration. But yeah, so, it, was, it wasn't hard to draw that. In some shape, form, or fashion, please tell me that Coach Lance is coming back this year. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he's oh, already okay. – Okay, yeah, you scared me. You scared me with the Hopple reference. I thought that maybe you were putting it to bed, but you're not going to no, do that, right? No, no, he will live forever. Um, I think we just, we, you know, we did the, like three or four videos back then in, in January of last year, and then I brought him back a couple times in the summer, and then last football season he did a we did weekly press conferences with Coach Lance every week before each uh, before each game. Uh, okay, in so which he I gave his prediction. Can we get a manager, Lance, like in a baseball? A uniform, and you just refer to how good looking you are all the time, like Tony yeah. Patello. <laughs> I, know, I kept trying to think of a way to work in something with uh, with Tony. I've been really busy, so I haven't done much uh, with Coach Lance recently. But uh, there's got to be something we can do, especially in the off season. He's not busy anymore because he's not in Omaha, so we can uh, we can do something. Yeah, I mean, you do so. Yeah, do manager manager Lance. And then, so like they ask him, why didn't you make a pitching change in the seventh inning of game three? I don't know, but I'm still good yeah. looking. That's right. I'm still good looking. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But <laughs> Coach Lance would have made the change. He would have made the change in the seventh inning. Um, okay. Coach Lance, <laughs> unbeknownst to many, he's okay. He's 150 and 0. He's never lost a football game. He was a head coach at uh, Chattahoochee Middle School. In Chattahoochee, uh, Tennessee, the fighting beaver, the uh, fighting beavers, and um, never lost a game. He invented the spread offense. Uh, spread offense when he was 16 years old. No one knows that, but he invented the spread offense. Um, I thought that was Dewey Warren, but I guess it's him. Sorry, go ahead. No, he, it was me. It was Coach Lance. Yeah. Uh, there's two, there's so, two people uh, so I, I absolutely would have made the right decision there. Uh, when you're undefeated, I mean, when you're the best. So, okay, can, can, can we do – let's just do a Coach Lance. Do you want to do it based off Tennessee's last game in football, and I'll just ask you some questions about Purdue, you as Coach Lance. Are you comfortable doing that? Sure, uh, on the fly, sure. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll go for oh. it. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it's – all, it's all on the fly. And don't worry about it because just it's just across the entire world. We do have uh, – we, we, have, we have five – frequent uh, visitors from Australia for some reason, based off the analytics that I'm given. So uh, they'll see Coach That's, Lance. Yeah, I know. I have it's, a big following in Australia and New Zealand as well. You, you're, yeah, you're worldwide <laughs> ph phenomenon. But I, right, I, I don't know who these two people are, Amanda and Ethan. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Way to go, Dave. They're soon to be superstars. I'm sorry. This is Amanda LaFrada and Ethan Stone. Ethan Stone writes for us at offthehooksports.com. Amanda LaFrada is fantastic um, on the show and uh, also helping me work my way through uh, tech issues because uh, I I think I turn like 78 next year. (laughs) There's that. In in actual years, you're younger, but in technical years, you're 78. Yeah. It it feels like that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just going to set you up. All right. So we're going to talk. This is post game Purdue and you just uh, do coach Lance. And by the way, the best line you ever had was about reporters not making any money. I can't remember which one was that, but that was, (laughs) that was gold. That's why we're, that's why we're here. That's why I'm here somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Okay, so I was like, man, why are they making all the money? I mean, this is all doable and digital. Okay, yeah. so, all right, so I'm, I'm going to set you up. Uh, I normally would be chewing gum because Coach Lance chews gum, so I'll just. Okay, I love that. I love that. <laughs> of course he does. And, and you're also the reporter, too, so this is a bit different. But I play the reporter, yeah. Yeah, he plays the reporter and he goes to cut screens, but, but I'm going to be the reporter in this case. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, just pretend you really don't like me because most coaches don't. So, um, yeah, not all like you. Yes, uh, I'm not likable. All right, Coach Lance. Wow, yeah. you guys were favored against Purdue. Most people thought you'd win this game. Chew louder, chew louder, Josh. Um, and and most people thought you'd win this game. But uh, what happened there? What happened? Why'd you lose to Purdue? You're so heavily favored. Well, Dave, we did win the game. Did you, you did. watch? I watched it. Yeah, we won the game. Did you see that touchdown at the end? He scored. We scored. That's we won the game. Ask Paul Paul Feinbaum. We we won. Well, I I understand that it was a bad call, but technically the score still said Purdue won. Yeah. Well, technically, I don't care because we won <laughs> the game. And uh, University of Tennessee is. Uh, obviously the greatest university and greatest football team uh, on God's good earth. And so uh, we were gypped and uh, we should have won. And uh, uh, you know what? That just is fuel for the fire, Dave. We're going to be ready to go when we play uh, Balls Tate uh, coming up um, in August, September, whenever, doesn't matter when it is, we're going to win. So, you know what? Screw Purdue. Uh, We're going on and uh, we won the game. Okay, so are you telling me you're not even sure? I think it's Ball State. Are you telling me you're not even sure when the Ball State game is? September 1st. Okay. You think that? It's okay, so you're going to beat them. Who else Who Who else? Who else are you going to beat this year? Well, we're, we're going to beat uh, – we're going to go 12-0. All right? I mean, we're going to go 12. We're going to beat everybody uh, undefeated. This is, our, this is our year. Feels like 98, baby. We're going to win. Every game. That would be a stunning surprise. Why are you so confident? Well, I'm always co- I was confident last year we would go 12 and 0. Didn't happen, but doesn't matter. It's all about the confidence level that you have. See, look, Dave, here's the thing. I'm used to winning every game. I'm 150 and 0. Uh, I've never lost a football game in my life. Um, my world's greatest dad right here. I mean, literally, I win in all areas of my life. And so I'm just used to winning. So I'm ready to see Tennessee rise to the top and be number one. And this is the year it's going to happen. That's, I mean, it just is. What do you say to the people? What do you, what do you say to the people? 
yeah. What do you, what do you say to the people? Last thing for you, Coach Lance. I, I, I know you you got to get on the plane and uh, go go back to Knoxville because this is right after the uh, Purdue game. <laughs> so, um, um, uh, as as far as uh, moving forward and recruiting, why should a player? come to Tennessee when the Georgias and the Alabamas of the world are competing for championships. Yeah. Dang, your, your questions are harder than mine usually, Dave, uh, <laughs> in my normal videos. Um, but I would say uh, the main reason is if you come to Tennessee, you'll be a millionaire. <laughs> Accurate. Are you, are you saying that Josh Heupel and crew may be utilizing – um, some NIL money. It's legal, baby. It's legal. Pay him. <laughs> I mean, N- Nico Emlebadavde, whatever his name is, coming <laughs> to play quarterback. He's making like fifteen million or something. I don't know. Uh, just, why would you not? I mean, you're going to run through the tee. All right, you're going to win a football game. Right, you're going to party on the strip, and then you're going to uh, you're going to make millions. I mean, then you're going to go to the NFL. I mean, why, why would you not? Georgia, Alabama, that is so – they're so 2021, okay? We're looking forward. We're going ahead, 2022 and beyond. So, we are, you know, like Buzz Lightyear. We're, it's all about the, the future. I don't know where that reference came from. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to tell you that Josh has some kids. Um, so, uh, Awesome. Uh, Coach Lance, we appreciate it. Uh, Josh, I appreciate it. I, I hope we can make this a habit, especially during football season and Friday. Um, I, if you want to give us a teaser of what you got coming out there, um, uh, maybe this summer or fall, or you want to keep it under wraps, it's up to you. But there will be more, right? There will be more. In fact, um, I did a few videos during um, basketball season. Now. March Madness, just a couple. Mm-hmm. I may have written a rap for Coach Lance about the NIL. <laughs> so I might release a rap song about the NIL. I don't know for sure. We'll see. Uh, Coach Lance has never rapped before, but uh, he's undefeated. So I'm sure there's nothing he cannot do. You know, Amanda's getting huge on TikTok. Um, I think there's potential. Yeah, for yes, you are you're monstrous. For uh, I think uh, there's potential for maybe us to ask you uh, a couple of questions, and we'll get that out there on on the TikTok as the kids talk. Yeah, and uh, so I, I, th- I think there are all kinds of uh, fantastic things that lie ahead for us. So, uh, Josh, keep up the great work. It, it is honestly rare that uh, something makes me laugh out loud, but when it does, it makes my day because I love to laugh. And uh, yeah, you're just keep rolling with it you you posted something a while back i think somebody was ripping you on twitter which by the way get used to that because i've been called everything in the world uh the b word by coach's son via facebook during the show that was fun really and, he called uh, you a butthead that is not nice. no he called me the other called me beavis no oh. he called me the b uh sound rhymes with which so um a super witch by the way <laughs> so um, get ready for the criticism, uh, but you, you had a great response. You said, uh, like, in five years, this will take off and I'll I do it and I'll love it. Or in five years, I'll still love my life because everything's good. So what have I got to lose? Um, That's that, good. That, that, Did I, I, I say that? that. I said yeah, that. you said that yeah, on, a, on a tweet, on a tweet response. 
That's got, pretty man. good stuff. I don't even remember saying that. Brother, I got it. I mean, it's all up here. Good job, Dave. Well, that's, yeah. that's, I'm, I'm here to inspire people, really. I mean, that's what I'm here to do is just uh, show people how to live their best life now. Like, well, uh, and I'm here to Joel remember Osteen. it. So What's we, that? You know, I'm here to remember it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Thank you for remembering it. I just yeah. I have so many great wisdom that comes out of my mouth on a daily basis. I can't even I can't control it. So I, I don't even know where it comes from. But the, the haters, the haters came out. The haters from Ole Miss and Kentucky came out during uh, some of the videos I did for them. That was pretty good. They had a, the Kentucky fans didn't like my joke. Uh, so, several of my jokes about, you know, inner family marriages. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think I said something about, uh, yeah, if you're in Lexington and you log into Tinder, it automatically takes you to ancestor.com. <laughs> had, there are blue people though in Kentucky. There are blue people from a genetic from inbreeding. Look it up. I promise. They're blue. Oh my gosh. Blue. All right. Okay. Off, officially off the rails. We we will talk to you again, Josh. Thank you, sir. If you dare. If you dare. Thank you, Dave. Amanda, You're Ethan, good. you guys are great. I can't wait to be back on. Yeah, yes. we're we're gonna get this out Thank there and, and distribute it this afternoon, and uh, we're gonna have some fun and uh, okay. maybe even have you in a, uh, at an event or two uh, coming up if we can if we can work that out. So I've I've I had you in the back of my uh, back of my head. I told you, and you're probably like, oh, no, he's not gonna actually call back. But no, I've got like three people still in the back of my head, um, okay. and that are still gonna be involved with this. So you're you're, I, you're on the list. I believed you, man, from the beginning. I'm ready. I'm, no, I didn't. All I right. Literally, <laughs> I literally sit by my phone and wait for Dave Hooker to call me. So that's right. He quit his full time job. His kids were starving, waiting for Dave Hooker to call. Dave, red. Yeah, let's go. Awful. All right, buddy. Be good, man. Best to you and your family. You too. See you, so man. good. So good. Guess what? I'm bringing Amanda today. What treats? Treats? Yes, craft <gasps> treats. You're loaded Yay. up for your pets. Go to crafttreats.com. They've got the full spectrum CBD treat. Uh, so it contains minor cannabinoids that increase the benefits of CBD. Great for situational anxiety for your pet. Things like storm anxiety, car ride anxiety. It's all right there. So that is craft treats. And we absolutely love them. I was there visiting with Ben yesterday. And the great thing is, no matter where you are, you can order. And they also have um, some treats that don't have CBD that um, it, it, your dog will love as well. So I'm, I'm bringing uh, your dog, uh, Bob. The dog's name's Bob, correct? Her name is Ava. And also, oh. did you remember the cat? Uh, yeah, I got some cat <laughs> stuff. Okay. Yeah. She loves the treats. It's called a cage. That's what I got it cage for your cat because i don't like cats she doesn't like you either it's fine she hasn't met me i'm very affable she anyway on the phone. I, I hope you enjoyed the recruiting breakdown have a fantastic uh, weekend or whenever you're listening day whatever the case may be and know that uh, we'll be with you weekdays with for amanda lafrada ethan stone i'm dave hooker this has been a presentation of off the hook sports <laughs>